Welcome, my brothers and sisters, to Gospel for the Glory of Jesus. I'm your brother Mel, and I've got some of the best gospel music in the nation. Music to praise, honor, and to glorify our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Also have a word from the Lord from Apostle William T. Broaddus and Evangelist Pat Montgomery. Gospel for the glory of Nobody Jesus. Like Music Nobody to praise. Like 
honor and to glorify our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I've got much more coming up for you. Here's Byron Cage, like no other, on Gospel for the Glory of Jesus. This song is for all my worshipers. I mean the one that really loved that glorious name of Jesus. He has all power in his hand. And come on, we're going to sing about it right now. Clap your hands with us. Say it like this. There is a name. There is a name. It's a glorious name. A glorious name that I adore. And you know what it deserves? It's deserving our praise. He deserves all of our praise because he's done marvelous things. Marvelous things. And I like this. It brings calm. And it helps, helps, me, it helps me to weather every storm. And you give the strength. Give strength that I need. That's why we tell him no name. No name. greatest. <laughs> Come on, say it, y'all. Help me win the fight. 
Delaney, the, the uh, track entitled The Anthem on Gospel for the Glory of Jesus. Hey, y'all, one, two, three, get up, we got victory. No weapon they throw at me, you know it won't prosper now. Yeah. Just got laid off, I'm doing good. The house ain't even paid off, I'm doing good. You should be afraid, but I'm feeling good. All the time you say, God is good. We Come on. Down. Walls are falling down, down, down. They call it down. Get ready for the new Jericho. You're waiting on God. He's waiting on you. So what you gonna do? Hey, y'all, one, two, three. Get up, we got victory. No weapon may throw at me. It won't. You know it won't prosper now. God, this is crazy. Hey, y'all, one, two, three. Get up, we got victory. No weapon may Great. 
scars. But we're still winning. Sing the anthem. Hey, yo, one, two, three. Get up, we The reason why you're doing good, doing good is because what's ahead of you is greater than all the things that were behind you. And see, you gotta I'm understand, you gotta understand that everything was already ordained before you got here for you to do good. See, your eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered your heart. God's masterful plan for His children. And that's who you are, baby girl. You God's child, my brother. That's who you are. You gotta understand that all things are working together. Let's love the Lord, man. Apostle William T. Broaddus and Prophetess Glow invite you to church this morning. Church starts at 10 a.m. The address is 12928 Bond Street in San Fernando, California. Seated high upon the throne, but not so high that you can't see me. Master, waiting to help when I'm in need. So
Morette Brown-Clark from her latest CD entitled King, O King, on Gospel for the Glory of Jesus. Here's the latest from Smoky Norfolk. Apostle William T. Brothers will be up next with a word from the Lord. The noise of my day The depression that steals my voice The confusion that arrests my life so I can't even make a choice Life seems so loud I've been too proud So Lord, what do I do? I just need a word from you Oh, I need a word Tell me which way Turn. I need a word Tell me which way I should go I need a word To tell me just what to do Please send a word God, I need to hear from you Drown out the noise Let me hear got bad news life just darkened my day my family is in need and I just can't seem to make a way oh, life seems so loud and I've been too proud but I'm asking you You 
Music from Smokey Norfolk from the new Wild Gospel 2016. You're listening to 100.9 The Heat, Gospel for the Glory of Jesus, the High Desert's number one music station with Mel Slayer. My brothers and sisters, to keep us from being tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, the Jesus provided for us a gift when he ascended into heaven. He gave us apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ until we all come into the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. So each week, my brothers and sisters, I I want to bring you a different gift a different speaker of the word so that you can get the full understanding of God's word and be unified in faith and the knowledge of this son of God. And today we are truly blessed to have one of those gifts speaking to us today. Apostle William T. Broaddus, pastor of Calvary Baptist Church of Pacoima with a word from the Lord. God bless you. Once again, I'm happy to share with this listening audience, the gospel for the glory of Jesus, KRAJ 100.9 FM in the beautiful Antelope Valley. I'm happy to be with my brother, Melvin Slade. It's a joy to speak from the Word of God. I am pleased that whatever needs may be in our lives, God has an answer as you open up the Scriptures. I'm glad that there is a joy in knowing Jesus as our personal Savior. Today I want to examine Matthew chapter 5. I want to look at what is known as the Sermon on the Mount. I want to make sure that we understand the constitution of the kingdom. I don't believe that there is an accident that the Sermon on the Mount is placed near the beginning of the New Testament because its position indicates its importance. In it, the king summarizes the character and conduct expected of his subjects. Wherever there's a kingdom, there is a king. And if there's a king, you have to understand the king expects the fact that he is 
the ruler. The Sermon on the Mount is not a presentation of the plan of salvation, nor is its teaching intended for unsaved people. It was addressed to the Lord's disciples and was intended to be the constitution or the system of laws and principles which was to govern the king's subjects during his reign. It was meant for all past, present, or future who acknowledges Christ as king. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. When Christ was on earth, it had direct application to his disciples. Now, while our Lord reigns in heaven, it applies to all who crown him king in their hearts. Finally, it will be the code of behavior for Christ's followers during the tribulation and during my beloved his reign on earth. The sermon has a distinct Jewish flavor. It has seen uh, in allusion to the council, uh, the Sanhedrin council, in Matthew 5, 22, where it says, But I say, if you are even angry with someone, you are subject to judgment. If you call someone an idiot, you are in danger of being brought before the council. And it continues, my beloved, to point out the things necessary to be part of the kingdom. Yet it would be wrong to say that its teaching is exclusively for believing Israelites in the past or future. It is for those of every age who acknowledge Jesus Christ as King. There is the behavior called the Beatitudes. <clears throat> this is found in Matthew 5, 1 through 12. The sermon opens with the Beatitudes or blessings. These set forth the ideal citizens of Christ's kingdom. The qualities described and approved are the opposite of those that the world values. A.W. Tozier describes them thus, a fairly accurate 
description of the human race might be furnished with unacquainted in the taking the Beatitudes, turning them wrong side out and saying, here is your human race. This first blessing is pronounced on the poor in spirit. Oh, glory to God. This does not refer to natural disposition, but to one's deliberate choice and discipline. The poor in spirit are those who acknowledge their own helplessness and rely on God's omnipotence. They sense their spiritual need and find it supplied in the Lord. I'm telling you, whenever you get down and hearted and you need a spiritual boost, you got to go to the feet of Jesus. The kingdom of heaven where self-sufficiency is no virtue and self-exaltation is a vice belongs to such people. Those who mourn are blessed. A day of comfort awaits them. That does not refer to mourning because of the vicissitudes of life. It is the sorrow which experiences, which a person experiences because of fellowship with the Lord Jesus. It is an active sharing of the world's hurt and sin with the Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, it includes not only sorrow for one's own sin, but also sorrow because of the world's appalling condition. It's rejection of the Savior and the doom of those who refuse his mercy. My beloved, when we look around our world, we say, God, we sorrow at the condition of our world when we see candidates for, for a president using foul language in order to obtain a vote. It hurts our spirit. It makes us moan. Hallelujah, somebody. These mourners shall be comforted, the Bible says, in the day, in the coming day, when our Lord shall wipe away, uh, hallelujah, every tear from their eyes, according to Revelation 21, 4. Believers do all their mourning in this life. For unbelievers, today's grief it is only a foretaste 
of eternal sorrow. A third blessing is pronounced on the meat they shall inherit the earth. God, did you hear what I said? The meat they shall inherit the earth by nature. These people might be volatile, temperamental, and gruff, but by purposefully taking Christ's spirit on them, they become meek or gentle. Uh, meekness implies acceptance of one's lonely position. The meek person is gentle and mild in his own cause, though he may be a lion hey, in God's cause or in defending others. The meek do not now inherit the earth. Rather, they inherit abuse and deposition, dispossession, but they will literally uh, inherit the earth when Christ, the King of Kings, reigns, hallelujah, in the millennium, when the King of Kings reigns for a thousand years in peace and prosperity. Next, a blessing is pronounced on those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. They are promised satisfaction. These people have a passion for righteousness in their own lives. They long to see honesty, integrity, and justice in our society. They look for practical uh, holiness in the church, like the people uh, in uh, uh, whom Gamelia Bradford wrote. They have a thirst no earthly stream can satisfy, a hunger that must feed on Christ or die. These people will be abundantly satisfied in Christ's coming kingdom. They shall be filled. For my beloved, righteousness will reign and corruption will give away to the highest moral standards. In our Lord's kingdom, I'm not talking about the kingdom of the world, I'm talking about the Lord's kingdom, the merciful are blessed, for they shall obtain mercy. To be merciful means to be actively compassionate. In one sense, it means to withhold punishment from offenders who deserve it. In a wider sense, my beloved, it means to help 
others in need who cannot help themselves. You have to understand that God showed mercy in sparing us from judgment, which our sins deserved, and in demonstrating kindness to us through the saving work of Christ. We imitate Christ when we have compassion. The merciful shall obtain mercy according to the scriptures. Here, Jesus is not referring to the mercy of salvation which God gives to a believing sinner. That mercy is not dependent on a person's being merciful. It is a free, unconditional gift. Rather, the Lord is speaking of the daily mercy needed for Christian living and of mercy in the future day when one's work will be reviewed according to 1 Corinthians 3, 12, 15, where the Bible declares anyone who builds on that foundation may use a variety of material, gold, silver, wood, hay, clay, or straw, but on the judgment day, fire will reveal what kind of work each builder has done. The fire will show if a person's work has any value. If the work survives, that builder will receive a reward. But if the work is burned up, the builder will suffer great loss. The builder will be saved. But, the Bible says, but like someone barely escaping through a wall of flame, if one has been merciful, I want you to know that mercy of that person is one's reward will decrease accordingly. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. And then Beatitude talks about the pure in heart. Those individuals are given the assurance that they shall see God. A pure-hearted person is one whose motives are unmixed, whose thoughts are holy, whose conscience is clear. The expression, uh, they shall see God, may be understood in several ways. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. First, the pure in heart 
seek God now through fellowship in the Word and the Spirit. Second, they sometimes have a supernatural appearance or vision of the Lord presented to them. Thirdly, they shall see God in the person of Jesus when he comes again. Fourth, they shall see God in earth and in eternity. Oh God, thank you Lord. A blessing is pronounced on the peacemaker. They shall be called the Son of God. Notice that the Lord is not speaking about people with a peaceful disposition or those who love peace. He is referring to those who actively intervene to make peace. Hallelujah. I said actively make peace. Thank you, Jesus. We need more in the kingdom of, of people who actively make peace. Well, my beloved, I, I invite you today to be a peacemaker. Lord God, take that uh, and make peace in your home. Make peace on your job. Make peace uh, in your community. Make peace when you go out and select a candidate. Make peace. We need peacemakers and not peace breakers. God bless you and keep you in my prayer. I want to thank Apostle William T. Brothers for uh, bringing us a word from the Lord this morning. I'm sorry we weren't be able to get the entire message. He's going to have part two next week uh, because of the time frame. We weren't able to get it all in the, to, today, but we will uh, fulfill the time with uh, the rest of the message next week. My brothers and sisters, I, I just want to uh, thank you for listening to Gospel for the Glory of Jesus. If you'd like to hear more uh, from Apostle William T. Broadish, remember that his sermons are posted at www.gospelforjesus.com and you can listen to them anytime, anywhere in the world on your listening device. Once again, that's www.gospelforjesus.com. I want to thank uh, Joe's Professional Tax Service for supporting the ministry with uh, his advertising. You can get your taxes back in two weeks. Just let uh, Joe's Professional Tax Service in Palmdale do your taxes today and you will get your taxes back in just two weeks and he will get every penny you deserve back in your pocket. In business for over 20 years, he knows all the new and the old tax laws, so let him work it out for you and get all your money back. Just go to the website to sign up. That's www.joestaxservice.net. I'll be back with much more music right after these brief messages. Hello everyone, this is Carolyn Johnson, co-pastor of Empowered Church International, where Bishop Gary R. Johnson Jr. is our senior pastor. I would love to invite you and your family to come and worship with us. Our services are at 12 noon every Sunday. Our mission is to empower, evangelize, and equip the people of God to win the world for Christ. Please join us on Sunday at 12 noon 
Our address is 2205 East Palmdale Boulevard, Suite B in Palmdale. We are also accepting registrations for kids K through 12th grades at our Empowered Learning Academy. From December to February, we are giving out 50 free scholarships to those that qualify. Contact the church for more information on church services or the scholarships at 877-228-5100. For prayer requests and donations to Empowered Church International, please send them to P.O. Box 902-662, Palmdale, California, 93590. Get the max out of your tax refund in just two weeks with Joe's Professional Tax Service. The new year will bring with it new tax credits Credits, new tax laws, and new tax deductions. Call Joe's Professional Tax Service to get the max out of your taxes in just two weeks. Whether it's a personal tax return, small business, a corporation, or a nonprofit, Joe's Professional Tax Service is a full-service accounting firm prepared to assist you in all your business and personal tax needs. In business for over 20 years, helping people get the max out of their taxes fast, quick, and in a hurry. Call Joe's Professional Tax Service today to set up your appointment to get the max out of your taxes. Call 661-267-0114. 661-267-0114. Located in Palmdale at 3166 East Palmdale Boulevard, Suite 218, and on the web at joestaxservice.net. That's joestaxservice.net. Did you hear that the LAPD is hosting a job seminar on Saturday? February 20th at the Crenshaw Christian Center? The LEPD is offering women and men like you a rewarding career with a starting salary at just over $57,000 per year. You can earn a great salary and protect and serve your community. Come out to the Crenshaw Christian Center. Info session begins at 9 a.m. Police officers will be on hand to tell you what you need to know about the selection process, police academy, and life on the job. You can take the written test at 7 or 11. 11 a.m. Come learn about free prep programs like the Candidate Assistance Program to get you in top physical condition for the police academy and the interview prep. Take the first step towards a rewarding career. Come out to the Crenshaw Christian Center Saturday, February 20th at 7901 South Vermont Avenue in Los Angeles. The LAPD is an equal opportunity employer. For details, visit joinlapd.com or call 866-444-LAPD. Look where he brought me from Oh, look where he brought me from Look where he brought me 
you ever look back over your shoulder? My God. Why don't you tell him, Lord, I just want to thank you for where you brought me from. Thank you for where you brought me to. And by faith, thank you for where you're leading me. <laughs>